If you are like me and you don't like swallowing pills and feeling like a pill head or feeling like you need rehab because you're taking some vitamins, then that's not a problem because Blue Chew's tablets are chewable and they combat all forms of ED. They help give men extra confidence for when it's time to perform sexually. The same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis Blue Chew. It's chewable, and it's at a fraction of the cost. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code THEO at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code THEO, to receive your first month for free. We also have new Be Good to Yourself teas and new summertime colorways like banana, salmon, and more. Check them out and check out more at theovonstore.com. Today's guest is a, a gentleman that I've I've been uh, enamored with for a while. I've been wanting to meet this cat and just get to just see what he is and who he is. Um, I've always been a huge fan. He's beloved uh, by many. Um, he is a mixed martial artist. Uh, he competed in the UFC for a long haul, and he's currently fighting in welterweight in the bare knuckle fighting championships. He's got a fight coming up in August, and uh, he joined us today right here on the tour bus. So I'm grateful for his time, Mr. Platinum Mike Perry. Thank you so much for coming, man. With the dogs, man. Yeah. With the, the 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 bullies from from uh, Louisiana. That's it. Yeah, we out here, man. Thank you so much, bro. I'm so, I, honestly, I am so. Uh, uh, this is the most excited I've been in a long time. I think, man. I really am. I'm excited. Thank you for coming, man. Thank you for having me, bro. It's a pleasure to meet you, Theo. Same. Uh, crazy guy. So, you know, meeting a crazy guy. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're different kinds of crazy, huh? I don't know, man. I think you get down, bro. I think you've gotten drunk at a bar and slapped somebody before. Yeah, I, I mean, I have. De I definitely, I've bitten. I've bitten people. Oh, that's a good one. I won't bite nobody. Really? I don't want to catch that. Yeah, keep this up on you. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, so you yeah. won't bite? Yeah, I don't bite. You know, I mean, even though. I'm pretty sure I've had other people's blood in my mouth. But, like, you know, we get tested to go to the fight. Yeah. So we're pretty clean athletes at that time. But, like, a random on the outside? No, I can't be biting. No. I don't want to catch rabies. Yeah. Oh, they had a lot of rabies bus growing up. You see somebody every now and then rolling down the street, bro, <laughs> licking they, trying to lick their elbows and shit. And you <laughs> knew that they had been, you know what I'm saying? They've been a little too close to a raccoon. Yeah. It got yeah. a little dicey, man. Um, man, we I used to have a couple raccoons that lived in my house. Yeah? Yeah, because my house in Flint, Michigan. And, uh, you know, that's a pretty crazy place up there. And I had a big hole in the side of the house. And we had, like, a blue tarp over it. And we had aluminum shingles on the side of the house. So I think 
my dad told me that someone stole them, but I think he took them. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so then we had a big hole in the house, and we used to have raccoons in there sometimes. It was cool, man. Yeah. We used to hang out. Bro, I used to work at this restaurant. I was a busboy over there, and uh, I did other things, too. I would sell a little bit of weed, but mostly I was doing dish work. Yeah. But, um... And when the chef would cook uh, duck, when they would make duck, they had loose floorboards in the back of the restaurant, and they had a lot of raccoons in the wall. And one of us busboys would have to sit there with a uh, broomstick because the raccoons like the duck smell. So they'd come out the wood, bro, and I'd just sit there and just beat them back in. Oh, dog. my God. That's crazy. So it definitely. That was a five-star restaurant over there. Over there, it was, yeah. man. It oh, was, man. bro. It really, really was. Yeah, shit. They, yeah, that was a five star. Down here in Florida, I seen something with the Golden Corrals. They put, they they had all the food on the trays, all the raw steak. And at Golden Corral, you can it's a it's an all you can eat spot. Uh-huh. But like, you go over to the chef and he'll cook a steak for you, and you can keep going back and eat more steak. People like it. I haven't eaten there in years, but they used to keep the meat outside next to the dumpsters. Uh-uh. Yeah, they made, like, a video about that. So Damn. I stopped eating there. That's a storage issue. Yeah, right, you know, freezer. Um, Man, I'm so glad. I, I just, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm excited. Uh, I'm not that fun, though. I'm not that exciting. I'm actually a really boring, like, you know, uh, solid, focused individual. You're you, know, I, you though. You, yeah, you. Yeah. You are you. You How, you couldn't be any more you, I don't think. People love you, bro. Thank you. People I'm love grateful. you. Well, I feel I feel differently a little bit. About I feel yourself. Like there's you a lot of hate. Oh, really? Yeah, just about myself as far as like what other people seem to think or act or what they say. Um, not that it matters, but like, you know, so I'm thirty now, I'm a little older, so um I'm trying to carry myself in in such a way to be older, to be wiser. Um, I'm not being a fighter. It's like I'm still young mentally because like I I want to think about having fun all the time. And then you gotta you know I I look in the mirror and I realize or I see all the stuff that people say and I'm like you know on one side forget about that, but on the other side it's like you know if they're right you got to take constructive criticism and you got to take a look in the mirror and just. You know, I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to be an example, you know. Yeah. What Was there kind of a moment that changed? Because you seem, from an outsider's perspective, you know, I've just always been a fan, and uh, you seem a little different over the past year or two. You seem a little bit uh, more, I don't know, you seem, I don't know if it's more grown up. I, I don't want to say grown up because – that's not it. I don't know. What do you, do you feel differently over the past few years and what's kind of changed for you as a, as a person? Well, I met my girl and, um, well, I met her years ago actually, but like when I went back to her and we started making a family together, um, I noticed some things about her, her character that really just made me like, you know, respect her a lot. Like she's the littlest, cutest little thing. But she's a savage. (laughs) And you can't get an emotion out of her. You can't get nothing out of her. And I saw that and I was like, these these grown men out here be acting like little babies. Right. Compared to my tiny little girl who then, you know, these are the type of dudes, they'll cry to somebody. But they're the same ones who would bully someone that they can dominate. Right. So 
I try to be this person that, you know, for, for the ones who are weaker, even though I, I like to do, I like to think like a winner. I see what winners do. I try to follow winners, see what they're doing, try to, uh, you know, uh, emulate that in my own way. And um, but I still want to be that guy for the weaker people, the people who can't stand up for themselves, the people shoot. there was somebody just about to get into a fight. In their cars, there was arguing, getting in and out of the car, arguing, blocking traffic for everybody trying to turn right to come here. And, like, I was like, man, I was wondering, you know, if the guy is fighting a girl, you know, what would happen? What would I do? But I just drove in the grass past them. You know. And do you think a few years ago you might have got out of just to see what was going on? No, or no, but you're just I'm not right. nosy, right? Right. It's, if it's not my business, but if I do see a guy fighting a girl, I would probably, you know, help out. Yeah, yeah. At least out. investigate. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, uh, who was it? They were talking about Kevin Holland keeps saving people, and then Ben Askren wants to say that he's paying people to do a crime <laughs> so that he can hunt them down. He's like, how does this guy get in all this trouble? It's because you've never, you know, wanted any trouble, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> you never did. Yeah, Ben looked like he, yeah, Ben doesn't look like the guy that's had a lot of trouble, really, huh? Yeah. I, I mean, he's probably had more trouble than me. Um, when it comes to fighting, what whatever made you want to fight, if you think back in your life, like, did, were you, did you just kind of at a certain age start to see, like, damn, I'm, I fight? Or did it, was there something inside of you? Like, is there a, do you well, know what it is? Are you I, able to get a look at it, whatever that is? My dad's a savage. Really? He's a crazy mofo. He's probably still the toughest dude I've ever seen. And, and you know, he's just too loose cannon. So I try to take that and like focus it right into the the art of you know being a martial artist, a fighter, a boxer. I really like the boxing nowadays, especially because I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to be a boxer. I like the flash, the you know the outfits that they can wear in the ring when when the UFC takes everybody and they try to make them look the same, and then you know the grappling breaks up the fight. When boxing is all about like just. To me, I, I just have the word swagger in my head when I think of boxing. Yeah. You just got to carry yourself with a certain demeanor. Yeah. And um, my like I said, you know, my dad was a crazy guy. Did you see him fight growing up? Did he fight? Um, I heard stories. We got in fights with the neighborhood people. Yeah. Um, I saw him make people back down from fights a lot. You know, he would get in people's face and be like, I'll bite your nose off. And like, in their yard, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's wild. I'm in your yard, pussy. What are you going to do? Yeah. And, uh, you know, he told me one time we fought like the whole block and like I was trying to break it up. And I, I was like 13, 14. I was just getting strong. And my dad, I think he was drunk and he wanted me to fight with him, with the neighborhood. And um, I was trying to break it up, and he got mad at me. And then because he wanted you in it, right? He wanted me to yeah. want to do it, I guess. And like you know, I was a kid though, but uh, and I think he got arrested that night, and he 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 got out the next day, 
and he said that the co- he was talking trash to the cops all night, and that they drove into an alley and they beat him with their nightsticks <laughs> in the back seat. <laughs> they opened the back seat, started whooping his ass. It's good stories, man. Yeah, it's good, good stuff, bro. You know, it probably it probably stung a little, but that's a good story. Yeah, bro. We grew up in my neighborhood. People are always fighting, bro. And it was a sign of respect. Like everybody had their shirts off all the time. Dudes walking around with like those. Do you ever see the dude with like the cement arms? He just walk. He just like a. He the only way he know how to move. He just he never even could lift his arms up. They just swinging in front of him. We had that kind of dude. We had a guy who had Down syndrome, bro. But they wouldn't say he had it, bro. So he was always out there fucking people up bro thinking he was in regular education we had like uh dude we had like a whole family was shirtless bro women all of them the whole family was shirtless bro always smoking in their in their house bro the children was smoking cigarettes everybody was out on the block back in the day you know yeah, what i mean you had your fun. bicycle you drove to people's yeah. houses you knock on their door yeah and their their mama answered the door you <laughs> yeah, like yeah. damn where your son at yeah, we got yeah. some hoodlums. Yeah, we got some shit to do, yeah, bro. Let's go. Dude, that was so much. I, I missed that kind of stuff. I forget about that. Remember how kind of crazy it was when you would go to your buddy's house? to Because that determined your whole day, if your friend was home or not. It determined how the rest of your day was going to go. If he wasn't home, you had to go back to your fucking house, bro. And that always, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't the same as having your buddy, you know? A couple places. You know, yeah. I had a couple places to go. I rode my bike miles every day all over. And uh, remember, I remember playing tackle in the grass and two-hand touch in the street football. Yeah. You ever played that? Yeah, and the car would come and everybody have to shut it down, bro. Everybody call it car driver. You f- bro, the dude's driving through, bro. It's not even a gay dude. It's just a dude with his wife or something. You're like, this motherfucker's ruining our game, bro. People uh, yelling, you queer, just down the street. Just, you know, just back in the day, this shit was fun, bro. Times. God, it was fun, dude. Times are better now, though. Yeah? You know, we well, your have, life's different now. We have more. Yeah, you know, people say that. Joe Rogan always says that. He's like, you know, we're at the time where you have access to whatever you want, you know? Well, that's if he, you know, yeah, you can go on Google and look something up, but then, like, there's so many scams out there. Right, where's the information coming from? You don't know what's you always real. See the, I always see that meme on Instagram. It's like... You know, where you order online and it's like, it was like the good Conor McGregor who knocked out uh, Aldo in 13 seconds. And then it's like what you get. It was like, uh, you know, him sitting on the floor talking shit to Dustin. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true. Because yeah, everything you get now, I feel like it comes from a different place. It's not that, you know, it's, it's interesting. I think when a lot of jobs left America for overseas, when they started making stuff in factories in other countries then the pride you lost a lot of pride it used to be like your dad worked at a factory or something so when that item came off the press you had you wore you my dad made this you know people would tell that kind of story yeah. and now it's like we just get it from somewhere we don't know who makes it you know somebody's dad is on damn percocet all the time and you don't even know us you know i think some of the pride is gone a little bit maybe but that could be me romanticizing stuff americans too. are tough with that though right like like um I mean, who do we got that the Americans really get behind as far as, you know, everything leads back to the fight game for me. It's like Conor McGregor's got the Irish people. They fly out from Ireland. They go to Vegas. They turn up. They they come with thousands and thousands, and they blow up the stadium. Khabib, I mean, 
all the all the Russian people. I mean, I don't know how much they trap. I mean, everybody knows the Irish fans, the European oh, fans. Yeah. I'm excited to go to London. Uh, shout out Crypto Face Market Cipher real quick. Um, I'm excited to go to London. Last time I was there, I had that big fight with Danny Roberts, and that was a banger because I just I felt the swagger in that fight. You know, that's when you, that was like your first half of your UFC career, right? Yeah, you fought it two was Roberts. my second fight. It was your second fight there. So I was nine and zero with nine knockouts after that one, and we went to the third round to the last minute, and then I got him. And it was a banger the whole time. It was a good fight. So, I mean, I'm looking to, you know, do that again. And yeah, what does that feel like? So you, you're going to be heading over there. Your family's going to go with you? Yes, actually. So I'm flying to London tomorrow, and then I'll, I'll get there Monday. I guess I'm traveling, you know, all night tomorrow. And uh, for the presser, and the fight's August 20th. And um, I'm gonna, my, my son's going to stay here. Uh, nine hour flight, you know, I'm going to bring my wife and uh, we're going to go. She's probably going to be in the corner uh, with my other coach, my boxing coach. And um, I think his wife might be going. So we're going to get to see London. I went last time I saw Manchester. It was cool to see. Um, nothing like Florida, though. Anywhere you go in the world, I like Florida, um, you know, and but. You know, shout out England. I think they're going to bring the heat. Those fans are intense with when it comes to fighting. They really show out. Over there, you get stadiums with sixty to 90,000 people. In for the like, fights? Sometimes, oh, wow. yeah. For, like, I Australia, know. I think they had, like, 90,000 people. And, you know, that's anything that isn't Florida is, like, U.K. to me. Right. If it's over <laughs> there, it's all U.K. Australia, it's U.K. Oh, yeah. New Zealand, it's U.K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's Asia. Yeah, I, dude, that's, that's how I feel, kind of. Yeah, sometimes I divide. Yeah, to me, like somebody in the audience the other night said they're, I don't know what ethnicity they were, but I didn't even know it, you know? I said, I know black and Mexican. That's the, and white, you know? And I know it's kind of. Whites are a little Mexican. Yeah, yeah whites are getting. Whites We're are getting. Tan, a, you know? Everybody's going to be beige, bro. In about two more generations, everybody's going to be beige, man. Good. Yeah. And then it's, because then all the race stuff will be gone. People no. can't even. You know, they're gonna be like, there's gonna be something about a freckle or, yeah, a, <laughs> you know, a limp. You got to yeah. tan or don't tan. How yeah, much, yeah. You know? Oh, you, you can tell who stays inside in the AC. They got like a, a paleness. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. You could tell the sun makes me feel good, man, when I get out in it, bro. I feel like God wants me to be alive. That's what I feel it's like. It's good when I get for in the you, sun. for sure. I'm a little dr uh, hungover today, but. Really? What'd y'all do? Man, I was just playing video games last night. Uh, I play this pirate game. It's fun. We sink people's shit and steal their loot. What do you What do you play it on? Xbox. Okay. I play with people who are playing on PC and stuff. Yeah. I think they be cheating. Yeah. <laughs> so we be winning. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm, I'm here for it. Let's go. <laughs> be sinking their shit, stealing your booty. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pirate legend now. Yeah. That's real shit. I'm happy about really? it. Yeah, I try to be a pirate in real life too. Yeah, yeah, gang, bro. You know? Um. I know you got so I, I know you moved in. Oh, I want to tell you, I play Metroid Dread on, on Nintendo Switch. I gotta get the Switch just so I can play Pokemon. Bro, it's good. You like Pokemon? See, I'm a grown ass man, but I still want to play little kid video games. Oh, same. I need a break from reality sometimes, you know. Too oh, I hate being an adult. I hate being an adult sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I like being able to drink alcohol and smoke and yeah. uh, you know, and sleep in. 
Don't let no, you know, even though my wife's going to yell at me, I yeah. sleep in. She yells at me every day. Does she? But we have a good life. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, uh, did you ever believe that you could be a family man, that you would have that kind of life? Was that something in your head that you didn't think of or it was something you always wanted? Do you have any thoughts on that? I remember a time that I didn't want a kid. Um, and now that I have a kid, I'm like, I remember that time because, but. Like I said, I'm older, I'm grown, so I don't need to be getting shit faced in the clubs all the time. It's nice when you when you have a family and you have to, you know, maybe once a month or once every two months you get that opportunity. And then when you go out, you only have a few hours, you got to get back to the baby. So those, those yeah. few hours, you're going... A hundred, yeah. you know what I mean? Then back in the day, it was like, you go and you're like sipping shots, you babysitting, and they're like, you know, going half as hard. Now we go hard and yeah. we barely make it home, but bitch, <laughs> we're waking up the next day and we're feeding his little ass and it's just, it's so much joy from just looking at him. Yeah. And I made him with someone that I just really, I just love and respect her beauty and her like, I'm telling you, she's such a badass. She really is. It sounds like she really has been an inspiration to you, huh? It's cute for when she yells at me and stuff. I'm like, it's fun to fight. I think she likes to fight with me, too. Yeah. It's funny, you know? Yes, she is She is the ultimate inspiration. That's cool. Her and my son, you know? And and it, our partners are first. Our son, my son is amazing. He's everything, but he's going to be a little shit. I already know. Yeah. And he's going to have to do his thing and figure his shit out in life. I'm going to help him best I can, but he won't listen. Yeah. You can be right there telling him, look, you spell your name like this. He's not going to fucking do it. You know what I mean? He's not going to do it. I can try to guide him all I want, but ultimately he's going to listen when I, when I make him, you know, see that I'm not really looking. Right. Well, when you... I'm not looking, he'll do his best. When I'm looking, he's like... He want to raise hell. He says little sentences. He'd be like, who's this shit? Who's this shit? He'd be cussing a little <laughs> bit. He'd be like, what the fuck is this? I'd be like, yeah, boy. He's like, hell yeah, bro. Oh, it's nothing better than a little kid that can fucking curse, bro. You know? Better help. Get help for yourself if you need it. People need it, and you could be one of those people. God, we all need help. You know, I find myself I'm going to therapy twice a week right now, and that's okay. That's what I need for myself. Burnout is a big thing that's happened, especially in this world where we feel like we constantly have to go. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions. I've used BetterHelp, and I enjoy it. I've enjoyed working with them and the experiences that I've had with them. It's more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That's right. If your life's overwhelming, if you find yourself at night, you're just gritting your teeth and you're just chewing gum at night even. Just, you can't even, you're just, you gotta just, you're on edge. If you're on edge, better help. Yes, for me, burnout was just like, uh... God, I just felt like I was always just petting a really hard cat, and it was hurting my hand. BetterHelp Online Therapy reminds you to prioritize yourself. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash T-H-E-O. That's BetterHelp.com slash Theo. You know, a lot of uh, friends of mine are going to domestic uh, and international travel this year. 
They're doing Europe. They're doing Guam. You know, people are doing all over. One fella going to prison, and he's trying to learn gang signs. Babbel is the language learning app that's sold more than 10 million subscriptions. That's right. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons. That's French. There's still time to learn a new language before you head to your destination. You only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson. You can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. With Babbel, you choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve, improve your pronunciation and accent. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L, dot com slash Theo. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash T-H-E-O for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. I missed that shit. But I just, yeah, it was something about being young. And um, I don't know. I always think about being young. I love that kind of stuff. Um, it keep, you know, keep the youth inside let it let it breathe you know i guess i i hear what you're saying with that it's important but you also have to mature it's everything in life is a line isn't it you want to be the line you don't want to be on either side of it but what did you start to think differently was there something else that was so you obviously you fell in it you know you felt you found your 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 girl you really admired her was there anything else like when you that Help that kind of helped you get over to that place because I find myself sometimes still in a place of wanting to be not wanting to grow up, you know, not it's wanting gotta to be, be hard being a comedian because you know everyone judges so much of what is said, and like you know, me being a fighter talking to you, I've been you know, with my girl. I think one thing about her is inspiring is that she's quiet, and um, to me, I'm like. You know, sometimes less, you know, not saying anything at all is the best answer. But you, you have to say something. Yeah. So then you come up with these these things that you say that just send people's heads on a trip trying to figure out what it is exactly you mean if someone's paying attention that hard. But what you say is for people who are just trying to enjoy themselves and, and not focus so much on all the BS and... um you know, it's, I guess my point is like, you know, it's got to be hard. Cause yeah, I think maybe you want to stay like in a place where you could always joke around. And I guess that feels most like being a kid. Right. And when you were a kid, you were fearless. Oh, man. You were just letting anything go. Yeah. Say whatever the fuck you wanted to say. And now I'm scrutinized for everything. So, but I still got to find a way to get my message out there. And say it in a way that speaks. It could be funny and serious. I think that's one thing people like about me. I be so serious. Yeah. And they're like, Mike's so funny. And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> I was so serious. I'm not trying to be funny. I think it's a mix. I think it's interesting about a lot of fighters, man. I noticed what's... Uh, I wish sometimes you got to see more of fighters' personalities. Some of the guys I've gotten to know, they have a, 
some uh, some of the guys have really good senses of humor, and people don't know it. People just see them as like these kind of beasts or these like uh, savages or these creatures, you know. But sometimes some of them really have the best person that have the best senses of humor too, you know. Fighters, I think we're really bipolar. You think? Well, oh, I guess you almost have to be because I don't know how I could go from a regular moment to the moments I see you guys do. I guess. I mean, they. A lot of fighters I've met and hung out with, you know, will be joking and it's a good time. And then in the blink of an eye, they just do like some. I mean, I feel like people in general do this, though, where they're really shit. Um, they throw shade or like out of nowhere, you're like, what's that for? They just start throwing hate your way or like negative comments or uh, they just switch. And you see a smile and you guys are laughing and having a good time. And then all of a sudden they're like. Which? Like Kanye West, you know, he goes from smiling yeah. to him like he might be quad polar. He might have more poles. <laughs> is that what buys is too? I think buys too. Yeah, I could see him up in the ante, bro. I could see him yeah. throwing three Tri-polar, or five. Six polar. Um. So, man, you got your life changed recently with your work. You are now doing bare knuckle fighting, mm-hmm. and you've always been a fighter, bro. It's it's watching you is like. I could never fight, you know, so the watching you, I mean, you just, it's almost like you want all of the, you want every moment of the fight, you know, like you, what you just don't, you. you just, I mean, you take the punch, you just fucking ride. I mean, it's like you were riding in that, that, I mean, it's a dark fucking well, lane, baby. I've been winning now. Yeah, no, I know. I know. I'm in a good mindset, good place yeah. with the thought of winning and. Trying to, you know, I don't think too hard about trying to keep it going. I just do me. Right. And I'll be ready to fight when it's time to fight. And what I I just accepted my place in life. I was like, first of all, how much longer are they going to let me do this shit? Second, I'm doing this shit. So why not do this shit? Stop trying to just, you know, fuck the points. Go for it. I used to knock people out. I don't know what happened. I'm a little older. But I feel like I would beat my younger self. Wow. But my younger self was such a motherfucker because he just, I used to just touch people and they just fucking loopy all over the place. Now, I crack people and they're just like, "Mm, keep coming at me. I'm like, all right. (laughs) Fucking, I don't know what to do, but just keep. Doing it. Yeah. Just keep doing it. Hit him and hit him some more. If he's still there, hit him some more. You know, it's what my career has kind of taught me. Just give in and be all in with what you got going. It seems real. Yeah, that seems real obvious, man. I mean, you fucking... I I watched uh, the last fight you had. Was it Lane? Was it the last fight you had? Yeah. And... uh, and that was your first fight in, in in bare knuckle. Do you? It feels like from a fan's perspective that that sport really, really fits you. Do you? In hindsight, now having be a few months away I'll take from the it fight because it's legit as fuck. It's it's boxing. It's clean. They let us wrestle a little bit. There's no need to slow the fight down and go all the way to the ground. And you know, I mean, that was Lane's like ninth or tenth bare knuckle fight. By my ninth or tenth bare knuckle fight. My knowledge of the sport, you know what I mean? He taught me a couple of things, but I was still the better boxer. And um, and it's just so, there's something about these naked fists in a real fight against another professional 
that lets you know, yeah, you're going to get, if you get touched, you're going to bleed. And if you touch them, make sure they bleed. And, and you know, just keep keep putting it on them. You know what I'm saying? That's my idea with this shit. It's real as fuck, and I really enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah, it, it seems like it's, the, as re, it's almost as, it's as real as you could get, bro. I mean, they got people out there. I mean, that shit seemed, it just seemed like a civil war. You know, some of it looks like just something you'd see in a damn horror flick. Yeah, you know? I feel like some of the matchups, I feel like people get lucky with matchups a lot. I feel like I fight pretty good people. Um, and I'm a motherfucker too. Like, you know, I don't see someone really. We haven't got the contracts necessarily yet. And we'll see who shows up. I'll be ready to fight in London on fight day. I'll be ready. I was supposed to be ready for a fight last night. Bare Knuckle had fights last night in Hollywood, Florida, June 24th. That was last night. And I was ready. And, uh, you know, I was supposed to possibly be fighting. Other people end up fighting because they used me as a business token. And they were like, let's do some big shit. And they loved me over in England since my Danny Roberts fight. It'd be a pleasure to go back and you know, have another crazy fight there. And, um, you know, I just stay ready for my opportunities to, to put these paws on motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I want to fucking punch somebody. You can punch me. Nah, nah, bro, I don't know. You can if punch I can. me, bro. It's cool, bro. Nah. Stomach or in the face. I mean, the face, might I might bleed, so. Nah. But you could do, like, a, a belly shot. I don't know if I could do. You think I could do it? I could do it pretty, probably pretty good. You think? Damn, bro. That was good. He pulled his punch a little bit, I think. Damn, bro. That's crazy, dog. That's, hey, look at you smiling, That was a good shot. That was a good shot, man. You pulled That's the punch. Awesome, bro. Yeah. I don't know if I pulled it or not, man. Well, I have dreams. You're the most famous person who's ever punched me. Really? Yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, we could get some. I, 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 dude, I could, I'm going to text some people then. Next time we're at your fights, I think I can get Jared Leto to punch you. Michael time. J. White probably wants to punch me. Really? I feel like you're more famous than him, though. But he's been in a bunch of shitty Netflix movies. I don't know um, Michael J. White. Michael J. White. He's uh, he been in some. I mean, I remember Blood and Bone was a good movie. He had good choreography for yeah. martial arts, but that's movie shit. And he, um, you know, me and him had a. I just got mad at him because I felt like he was talking trash about Kimbo Slice after Kimbo passed away, saying how he was teaching Kimbo this and how Kimbo was like so. Anyways, um, I just you know, I cussed him out, and then. I went too far. Uh, when you're dealing with these people who got money, they're they're a big deal or an opportunity, and and you know, I fucked things up like that in my past. But you know, and I kind of got mad at him, and you know, I brought the real fight out and talked some shit that maybe I shouldn't have said or whatever. But you know, so maybe if, they have attorneys call. If or we something? can make that Michael J. White fight happen, I'll fight him anytime. He's a heavyweight and he's a movie actor and he he want to act like and tell people that he's a real fighter. Um, you know, I fight any real fighter and I'm gonna fight real fighters. I know the movie guys ain't gonna be there. They ain't gonna they ain't for it. They don't want the smoke. I'm gonna keep fighting. I'm only thirty. By the time I'm forty five, I would have the record and uh. Uh, what's the word? Uh, 
attributes or whatever of Mike Tyson. Because I, I just, who gets down like me? I don't know anyone. Nobody gets down like me. Boy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, 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 nobody, nobody I can think of offhand. <laughs> you know? Uh, John Jones. Who uh, He's did, a savage. Did you know Kimbo? Did you know him? No, I never got to meet him, but I, I loved watching him on The Ultimate Fighter and Tough. And I got to meet Rampage, who, you know, if you watch that, when Rampage met Kimbo, Rampage was like, oh, Kimbo's on my team. Yeah. Rampage is just cool and funny. He used to bang this chick he's I knew. Awesome. She was cool. She's a nice Rampage girl. Yeah, bang a lot of chicks. Yeah, yeah. He's that's pretty. Savage. Who was the, yeah, I wonder who, what UFC guy has had the most prolific luck with women over the years, probably. Me. Oh, <laughs> well, you got a beautiful wife. You're right, man. Yeah, so you, you won. Know. And uh, you won. I mean, they say GSP. Oh, really? They say he's like a little whore. Damn. I could see him being in there, just fucking. He, <laughs> you know. Uh, I bet he's ate some nasty crotches. I bet he probably eats it from behind. Some people eat it from behind. You I know, feel like if GSP eats crotch, he he'd be like, <laughs> "Oh damn, like, really?" <laughs> like he tries to stay far away from it. Like I gotta keep my face out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she'd be like, "Do it." <laughs> Yeah, she wants this grab. You're tough, do it. And he's like, ah. That's how GSP eats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, you fucking. I'm gonna get hilarious. a tour. I'm gonna get a tour. <laughs> Dude, you're making me laugh. Thanks, man. Um, who else would be good? So having, ha I know you just have a new experience in the bare knuckle fighting in that group. I know that it's not new in your life, but is there another? Are there other UFC guys that you would think like, oh man, they don't realize they might really, really dig this shit over here? You know, I think what's cool about it is that it keeps my my grittiness. It makes you think more gritty. It's like if you're in a fight and someone pulls out a gun, you're involved in some real shit, some street shit. Yeah. UFC, the people who are in it, they want to think, and you have to believe that you're special or you're high up. You're classy. You want to become this image of, you know, just all the popular brands or, you know, you want your sponsors and you want the marketing and everything to be so professional. And um, I want to take the sport of bare knuckle boxing and make it that, you know, make it more professional, pristine and like Louis Vuitton and uh, or Burberry, you know, Um you know, I don't know. That's the thing about it. That's where it really does fit me is because this shit's so real. You tell me someone that you think wants this fucking shit. None of them. They don't want this. They want to keep their little four ounce gloves on and their hands padded. And they want to not get cut so much when they fight. Yeah. You get the air goes by in there, but you're bleeding. Damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a real donor ship in there. It's like an emergency room. Like it looked like a halfway house. <laughs> It looked like a halfway house at an emergency room. Every one of them fights, bro. Damn. So good. It should look like a Narcotics Anonymous meeting, oh bro, where people broke out swords and shit. That shit looked yeah, fucking dangerous, that's the man. Thing too. It's like, you know. But I don't know who would. I respect those fucking guys. Oh, unbelievable. Though. They look like shit a lot of the time. When they get in there and fight, sometimes you see a little star glisten. You see a little shine from one of these. They're. 
a lot of the fighters in there look like, you know, drug addicts or like people who just had hard shit in life. Yeah. But they got the balls to go in there and do it for, and they're doing it for like twenty dollars. They're fighting for damn near nothing. You got to build up, and obviously the competition's not as solid as like someone who's getting paid a lot more for it. So then you're in there with a dangerous opponent, but you know, Does I it, respect all these fucking different types of people cut that I oh, see because yeah. I'm like, man, you real talk, you got some balls. Um, shout out Britton Hart, man. She fought last night. She got the win, and I've seen this sport. I've seen her change in this sport before I entered this sport. I saw her. She was such a savage girl, screaming at people, cussing them out, saying mean yeah. things. And then I met her at my debut, and um. She was trying to be more professional. You know what I mean? It was, it was cool to see. It's interesting. You start to notice that in other people. That's interesting, huh? It's interesting how if we kind of are able to have some change in our life in some way, then we'll start seeing it like in other people. It's interesting. Does she, uh, do you think it's as the, that that sport is as just the same for women as it is for men, the bare knuckle? Oh, yeah. I think the, some of them women get in there and they fucking... They uh, they're savages. You know what I mean. They, and the women are pretty good at like holding a tight fist and um, you know, throwing them sharp little cutters out there. Women still do what women still do. Sometimes a, a smart fight doesn't matter whether it's men or women. People might boo if you're doing what you're supposed to do. If you're sticking and moving and you're using the ring and people want you to get in a phone booth. They've actually got those fights now. I've seen them. There was like people fighting in one of those UK phone booths. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Damn. And like the phone's two guys. still in there or they took the phone out? No, it was, I think, actually, I don't know. It, it, it might not have been, but have it was up. two guys in a small ass phone oh. booth. Bare knuckle boxing. <laughs> crazy. They're in there just trying to punch each other. That's crazy. I was bro. like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I don't think you need that, man. That's where I might bite someone. Yeah, yeah, that's where you can start sharpening your teeth, bro. Yeah. Um, what about um, whenever you were little, bro? Did y'all ever do Halloween and shit? Was it fun? Did you miss it? Love yeah. Halloween. You didn't see uh, last year, me and my girl, and we dressed our baby up. We were three little devils. Yeah, we were all devils, and it. People were so angry. It was so funny because to me, I'm like, you know, the devil punishes bad people, right? right. The devil is an angel. <laughs> right, right. Why do y'all hate the devil? Because he tries to get you? You should hate yourself. Yeah. You're the piece of shit that wants to do what the devil's telling you you should do. That's what I think about that a He's lot. He's just trying to trap you. He wants you in jail so he can put it in your butt. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, bro, that's that's true, what the devil's bro. doing. Oh, yeah. The devil fucking... He takes the back roads, baby. Damn. He does what he wants. Do your thing, devil. Leave yeah. me alone. Yeah. Yeah, I've had, a, I don't know if I've ever had real strong issues with the devil. When I was growing up, they had some people by us that did a lot of seance. No, nah, he don't go to Louisiana. Oh, well, some of his women did then. They had some, we had some, <laughs> <laughs> we had some wild bitches pass through, bro. Some fucking candlelight bad girls, bro. I feel like there's a good Christian community in Louisiana, though. Louisiana's it, good. It's sweaty Them Christian. hot churches is yeah. tough to... You know, the devil can't can't go in the hot church. It's too hot in there. Too hot for him. It's too hot for him, He's bro. standing in fire. 
Them hot churches, boy. This is AC. Yeah, the devil now. He even the devil likes a little bit of AC these days. Um, what else do you see for yourself, man? You seem like you're in such a good place. Do you start to think, uh, like of other things you want to do in your life, even outside of fighting? Man, I like to sit at home, play video games, and eat food out of my fridge and pantry. You do Twitch and stuff like that. I don't. Uh, I want to. You should I want to get it. That. I should do some Twitch streaming of me playing some dumbass game. I mean, this pirate game is dope, but um, I just yeah, I gotta set it up. And I, but one thing about Twitch, I guess you have to open like a donation box, and right. that's how you make money on there. It's like it's donations. And to me, I was like, I don't, I'm not begging. You know, right. I'm not going to be out here begging. Yeah, I guess, yeah. How do you keep from making yourself feel like a monkey? Yeah, I don't like that shit either, you know? Yeah, but at some point, you know, I'm going to need to find other articles of work and, uh, you know, take myself up. But they keep coming to you. It seems like it's almost like the world keeps building whatever is next for Mike Perry. Well, a fight is... In my ideas, uh, I want, I'm 30. I want to fight till I'm 45 or even older. I could do this shit forever. It could always be a part of who I am. But I don't know how long they'll let me do it. So now I try to... It's about the pedestal. There are certain people who get in the UFC, they win one big fight, and then they take that and they make all this business opportunity out of it. Me, I've always just been a fighter. I've always just... My paycheck is just a fight check. I only get paid once or twice, three times a year max, maybe. And that's tough. But I've been paid enough to where, you know, but that money goes down every month that you're not fighting with bills and all that stuff. So I don't understand business. I don't know why. I don't know how to do it. And I believe in my past I fucked up to where I'm trying to rebuild myself as this new character. Um, Not just a character, but someone who holds himself to a standard because I've messed up in the past to been the people that people don't want to maybe put themselves on with. But I've also, you know, like I said, shout out Marcus Cypher. They've, they've been following along with me, but there's no check like that fight check. Yeah. 15 minutes max. And I just made money for the whole year. I don't have to do shit the rest of the year. I sleep in every day. I drink when I want. I eat when I want. That's a pirate's life, bro. It really is, man. Do you, uh, I'm trying to think of what else I can speak to you about, man. Um, What about you? You speak to me about you. You got family and stuff? Yeah, I got family. My sister going through a divorce right now. And so... She's doing pretty good though. No kids, but they got mold in their house right now. But no, I, I don't have any kids. I don't have any kids of my own. But I want, I want some. I, I would like to have a family. You know, yeah. I think it's been hard. Sometimes it's been hard for me to take that next step. Like, okay, I mean, you're a traveler I mean, because work. Yeah, they want you on the road doing shit like that. You know what I mean? That's got to be tough. You, you want to be home and you're miles away. Yeah, but even inside of myself, it's been tough sometimes to be like, okay. If you, you know, you get married, you have a family, everything's going to be okay. I think I get so used to this world that I can kind of operate in where I know how things work when it's just me. I think I get scared sometimes that if I get more people involved, is it going to be, can I do it? You know, kind of, I don't know. Right. Like it, it adds things like, oh, I need to 
fly to London tomorrow, baby. Like, she's like, what? Um, yeah, they just dropped it on me. I got to go and leave you guys for a few days. But it's for the best. It's for the family. I don't like that shit because, you know, you know, who knows what anybody's doing when you're not there. But it is what it is. Life happens, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes I gotta have. A, I think yeah, sometimes my mentality needs to be more like everything is gonna be cool, you know. I think I get sometimes a little bit paranoid, like oh, things aren't gonna be okay, you know, or I don't, or I just get scared of change and stuff like that, you know. Um, but I'm working more towards it, you know. I, I would like to have a family, and I just need to just do it, you know. And I'll find a good person. I pray a lot about it, and you know, I think that I, that that kind of stuff will happen for me. Amen. Yeah, that's dope, man. I you know I would like to have it. Um, what else can we ask Mike Perry about? People love you, bro. People fucking love you. What is it about you? You think, bro? Because you're you. You're the only one who could really know, bro. What do you think it is, man? I, I mean, I'm a good looking motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. and I'm savage. I'm in the fight game because there's nowhere else for me to be. This it found me. It just I. You know, you asked me at the beginning, like, how did I know or whatever? And I said, you know, my dad was crazy. And I remember watching Bulldog fights back when I was oh, young. Yeah, yeah. I saw it on the TV. You know, we had, like, six channels, the antenna. And I saw Bulldog. And um, I was like, oh, that's cool. And we used to always play sports outside, basketball, football, all that stuff. Man, I, re- I wanted to be a, I don't know. I guess it fighting found me. I wanted to play any sport, anything, football, basketball, and then boxing. We used to do fight club after school. After school? At the, at the soccer field, we would walk out there and bring gloves, fight after school. Were you good at it then? I was strong, but, like, what is good at fighting? Because somebody else, everybody got a trick, right? They're like, oh, I do this fake and then throw this kick. And then, you know, I get knocked down. But it, that's always been my thing. It's like, you, I'm too tough, too strong. Yeah, you can hurt me. Yeah, you can hit me. Yeah, you can knock me down. I make mistakes. But, like, I'm going to wear you out. And then I'm going to drown you. That's what it's about. Fuck. Damn, that's crazy to know you can do that. Yeah. How about... That's interesting to know you could do that, bro. Because if I say that to somebody, they're not going to believe that shit. <laughs> that's <laughs> a crazy part, bro. And that's fine, but... No, nah, but you don't you don't say that shit, see? So, like, right. as a fighter, I'm like, I'm always like, damn, what's a normal person do? Like, what do they do? A normal person. Oh, like yeah. Like you. A comedian. That's not even normal either. What is normal? Not a guy who works at McDonald's. That's not normal. Yeah, that's not super normal. I don't know. Maybe somebody that just goes for a Types walk. Types on the keyboard. Or somebody that goes for a walk. That seemed like a normal dude. If I see somebody going for a walk. But also, yeah, I had a what friend. What do they do? Do they type on a keyboard for work, for money? I don't know. I had a friend who was a peeping Tom, bro. And so if you just, and here's the crazy part. And, I, you know, I met him at a certain type of recovery meeting, and you know, but, and I would see him in my neighborhood all the time. I didn't know for years I would see him. And then one time I was in a meeting and a dude said he was a flasher and a peeping time. And I was like, damn, bro, I've been seeing this dude the whole time thinking he's a normal guy that's going for a walk. And he's out there trying to fucking show that bird, you know? 
And that's crazy. And I remember one time we was at the liquor store with my uncle, and my dad had left me up there for a couple months. And uh, they had this lady came up. She goes, "Have you seen my kitty?" It was in a liquor store. He was buying liquor because he was a um, out of work musician, and so he's buying a bunch of liquor. And she goes, have you seen my kitty, this lady? And I didn't know. We're inside a store, you know, in a building. And she just opens her jacket, bro. And she had all tits and cooter. And belly. And belly, was too. she fat? I don't remember, bro. I was so horny at the time, bro. All I saw was literally from tits to cooter. I couldn't even see nothing in between there. And that's, that's being horny as a child. Shipping is important. Getting things out to people. You know, you want to get somebody. You want something. Somebody left a hat or somebody left a... Uh, a big dish at your house, casserole, and they want it back. You got to get it to them. Especially if you have a business, you got to get things to people fast. Time is precious when you're running a business. That's why ShipStation gives e-commerce sellers like you more time to do what they really love. That's right. ShipStation automates time insensitive shipping processes so you can get back to focusing on bigger things it works with all your storefronts amazon ebay etsy and more everything lets you automate all the manual work that goes into shipping if you're still doing the taking the orders and you know if you have a small amount maybe it doesn't matter but if you're getting up to 10 12 30 orders it's time to get help get it automated get it easy you can easily compare carriers rates and delivery times it's easy to choose you can do it all right from your phone, sign up using promo code Theo for a free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com. Start saving time with every shipment. That's two whole months of shipping made quick and painless, and it's free to try. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, then type in T-H-E-O. We've used it to ship out the merch, and i got this I'm upstairs on me right now, and um, and it's worked well. We're grateful to them, and we're grateful to you. ShipStation.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in Theo. God, I remember how fucking horny I was, bro. I'd fucking beat my dick right into a damn fence. Oh, wow. Oh, man. I would yeah. fucking punch my dick, I remember sometimes. It was so hard, bro. Sorry, I just it's no, getting I, a little I, weird, but I remember, yeah, I remember punching my fucking I dick. I posted a video last year of my girl. Smacking me in the nuts as hard as she could. I was in like, I was on my back on the bed like a, like a turtle, and I, I was like, dude, I was recording it hard as you can. Fucking smack that shit. It that video had like half a million views. Damn. I deleted it though, like a a month later. Really? Why? I don't. Um, you delete stuff sometimes. I noticed. Yeah, I delete a lot of shit. Dude, I do too sometimes. People piss me off. I post shit and I'm like, like I'll post some fight stuff and now I'm in this mood where it's like, no, nah, you're going to wait to see me in action. I I got some sparring footage and stuff that, and I'm also not trying to like post me beating up people who are helping me out either, you know, and sparring, you know, you need a sparring partner. You can't fucking just always shadow box and punch the air. Yeah. You're going to lose. So, uh, so I stopped posting a lot of this stuff. You know, fighters are like, I want to, I want people to know that I'm capable of like good fighting technique and can knock people out, and I'm swift and I'm, I got that swagger. But 
when you post it, it might not be what you, you know, it might not look how you want that image to be. So, and then, you know, people bring their comments, these motherfuckers who want to talk shit about my fight and they ain't never fought nobody. They fight that, they fight themselves out of bed every morning because they're fat pieces of shit or something. Yeah. And... A lot of you sick know. people out there. But, it's you so know, funny you can't let I the comments people, mean anything. No, especially no. you, man. The people, your personality is, I mean, watching you fight is insane, bro. It's literally, it's like watching something insane happen. Good. Okay? That's that's a, just from a perspective, it's just, you're like, damn, this is insane, bro. But also your personality, people love you, bro. So it's almost like I feel like you. They like to fuck with me because I bite it, and I'm like, oh, now like, maybe that bait, might be why. Bait, bait, right? You're a fucking piece of shit, Mike. I'm like, fuck you, bro. They're like, oh, I hope they say the worst shit. Say mean shit, and then sometimes they say something like, "Oh, that's you don't fucking move your head," and they do this, and you're like, "Okay, bitch, you're you're kind of right," yeah. but like you're not right because, yeah. like the head moving your head comment. First of all, no one has taken the hits that I've taken. Obviously, I'm moving some type of way because I take them hits, but you know, so you just. You type on that keyboard, and I'm going to fucking... Type on some ass out here. I'm going to type on somebody's face. Yeah. With my fist, baby. Yeah. A-S-D-F, baby. Yeah. Did you ever... um? Do you like taking the hits? Yeah. Sometimes. I try to tell myself, you know, don't like it too much. It's not the idea. But sometimes I can bait people to be in the right place. Like that movie Wanted... You know, and the guy standing Liam on the Neeson. X. Yeah. Yeah. He's standing on the X and he's like, oh, shit. Uh, you right where I wanted you. They got him. Here you go. Come on with it. Whoa. Bait, bait and switch. Are there times when you know right when you throw the punch that it's game over? Do you, is there ever that, does that ever kind of happen or is it too fast for it to? No, yeah. Because all, all the best knockouts I feel like I've had. I feel like you don't feel them. Like when I got Ellenberger, I was just like moving. And I didn't even feel that on my elbow. Um, a couple right hands I hit people with, didn't even feel it, you know. And like that England fight, Danny Roberts, I need him. I hit him with the right hand, need him. And I was like trying to get him on the way down. You never know. You always try to. Uh, Hit them till they stop you. That's your job, you know, is to fight until they separate you. It's not your job to stop fighting because you're bit winning. Yeah, kill that motherfucker. That I mean, they're blood contracts. If someone dies, no one's in trouble. Wow, a lot of people don't die. I guess that's part of it. If someone dies, no one's in trouble. That's the thing about me, right? Is I'm tough enough. You gonna have to kill me. Some maybe I'm gonna fight someone who's maybe capable. Maybe that's the MVP. Maybe that's the highlight of the fight, right? He's capable. He's knocked out some people in some pretty severe ways. I'm really excited to test that's pain. my that's bone a, against his. That's a London fella. Yeah. MVP is a Bellator guy. He, yeah. yeah. He threw you know about him. Yeah. He threw that pokeball at that dude after oh. he like 
crushed his skull with his knee. But he don't got knees in this fight with me. He just got his hand. Mm. And he moves. He's trying not to get hit and things like that. But, you know, I keep thinking, you know, he might not be the one that shows up. Uh, Oh, you think they might switch it out? We'll see. You'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be ready. I don't care who it is. I'll be ready. But it is cool. Uh, This fight, before the UFC days, when I was like 7-0, 7 knockouts, it went through Facebook. It got pretty big buzz. We were trying to make the me versus MVP fights uh, since back then. Uh, I'm a fan of MVP. He's done some really cool stuff, but I feel like he's always fought people that were put there for him to do that to them. Mm. And I'm not the one that you can just do that to. So we're both in for a fight here. I don't think he's the one. I think he'll be very hard for me to hit. He's very elusive. He's like a that that thing at the car dealership. Yeah, yeah. I mean? that Come air, get this. Yeah. yeah, buy this car. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna catch his ass though. Damn, fuck. Man, hit the switch. The air just come down. <laughs> it's time for me to knock somebody out again. Uh, it is about time, Been a while, bro. It's about, about time. Been it's a while. about time, man. Do you uh? Do you, can you really? Is there really times you where you are baiting people? Where you were like, okay, I know I can get them to hit me right here. Then they're gonna be in a place where I can. Yeah, I mean, I just I feel like um. Oh, that's kind of one thing I thought the other day about that moving the head thing. Is like, why move your head if you could just throw a punch? If you can hit them instead of dodging them and then not doing shit, just hit them. That's how I think. You see people who fight with their hands down? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll be damned. Michael Venom Page is going to stand in front of me with his hands down the whole time. And I'm gonna fucking throw punches at him the whole time and make him put his fucking hands up. I'm gonna hit him and he's gonna have to put his hands up. I think it's so disrespectful when people be there hands down and the other guy just doesn't know how to enter because every time he comes in, the dude just throws something up and it, it lands, it's got power, the pocket shot. That's what they call that, the pocket shot. Your hands are down by your pockets and you throw from the hip. Roy Jones used to knock a lot of people out like that. But I'll be damned if someone gonna stand in front of me with their hands down. Learn how to punch. Yeah. You gotta just go for it. Is there about you see maybe even af- outside of your weight class? Do you have any thoughts like uh of uh like are there any uh, UFC bouts that you wanted that you didn't get? Kind of was there one that kind of you kind of wish would have happened? And it still could. I mean, who knows, yeah, it man? Still could. Your I career fight. is all I'm, over the place. I'm a fighter. Bro. You can fight. You I will fight anyone. Every division. Every, every. I will fight anything. LLC. Yeah. You know, me versus Mike Tyson. Me versus John Jones. Me versus Jake Paul. Me versus Logan Paul. Floyd Mayweather. I'm trying to put myself in a winning category. It's no disrespect, obviously. Me versus Kamara Usman. I mean, and I think. You know that's the thing they want to. They want to. You know UFC is pretty big and uh, it looks good when they're when they're champions win their championship. They got their nice looking belt. They changed the belt. The belt used to be kind of cooler, but now it's cool too. It just looks like a Power Ranger thing now. Yeah, I like the old belt, honestly. Yeah, the the fence and the bare knuckles and shit, or the brass knuckles or something, and um, or that was like oh, anyways. Um, I don't 
you know, do I ever want to be so special that I I would look at the sport of bare knuckle boxing and not give it its respect and say, I ain't doing that shit. That shit looks terrible. I'm not doing that. I don't know. It it might look terrible a lot of the times, but when it does look good or when you see someone beat the f- out of somebody, you're like, that guy needs a challenge. Right. There should be two monsters in there really showing what real combat is like. Bare knuckle, punching in the face, and you can hold a little bit to try to protect yourself, but mostly separate and box. And it feels grittier when you're when I'm watching it, man. When I'm watching it, and I first even learned about it because of you. That's the first reason I even learned about uh, the, that. My attention got drawn to it, and I was like, "Damn, that is fucking really real." I'm looking to be quite different next time from the first one. I mean, yeah, Julian I Lane that. was tough. Um, he was he was strong. Excuse me. I hit him with a lot of shots. And then my hands were busted and I toned down the power a lot on the shots and the cleanliness. But since that fight, since everything I've learned from my first bare knuckle fight, the the things that you can learn only from doing it, you can't practice it. Who's going to bare knuckle spar you? Not no a one. lot of people. Not no a lot one. of kids. Nobody. And then you don't want to get no cut because sparring, training, all that. You're both going to be cut and have to go get stitches that's going to cost thousands of dollars. So... You know, the you can't practice it. You can only learn from jumping in the ring and trying it out and doing it. So once I did that, now I've been finding out more about my knuckles, about my punching ability, about how the shots should land. And are you training differently? I've really with been, it then? yeah, I've really been focused on. You know, there's some there's some days I go in the gym and I'll beat the bag up bare knuckle. Sometimes I wrap the wrist and beat them up bare knuckle, and then I get carried away, and then I can't use my hands for a week because I just destroy, I burn all the skin on them. I get these big nasty scabs, and then my bones get so hard that, like I, I you know, what you can't even lift up a muffin. Like yeah, you know what I mean. I always be able to lift something up. I ain't never gonna complain. Trust me, this ain't complaints. This is facts. You know, you got ice and stuff like that. I gotta, I gotta get a video. Somebody, Joe Rogan, been doing them videos in the damn ice bath. I'm about to get in there and show my toughness. I saw a couple people do ice bath videos. That's a good video. Yeah, I, 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 I just got an ice bath not too long ago. It's yeah. good. Yeah, but I don't know if anything will fucking cool you all, bro. I think you just, I think you run at your own temperature, dog. Yeah, try to be fiery, you know. I think you do, man. I think you do. I try to keep my cool too, though. It's that line, the fire and ice. This you're in, uh, almost in Orlando. You're in Daytona. We're in Daytona and Orlando. uh, Back in the day, they had. Oh, you know what? I don't know if those rides are still here. They used to have the Dueling Dragons ride. Oh yeah, it was Carnival Islands of Adventure. Islands of Adventure, Universal Studios, yeah. this is big thing here. And yeah. uh, I had, you know, passes and they got the Volcano Bay, all the um, Volcano Bay is kind of fun as water slides. But the fire and ice, they had the, the two dragons and these roller coasters like intertwined. 
and like they would come at each other and, and like, it was good do flips and shit. it was crazy yeah dude do you ever remember uh do you ever remember um what subject you were best at in school do you remember I was just thinking how I can't um, stay on subject and how I keep changing the subject all the time, right? But, like, in class, was there ever one subject you were like, oh, this is the one I like or this is the one I was really good at? Oh, man, algebra, man. I was yeah. really good at math. Uh, you know, I count this money. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I can tell the time really well. I When I went to school, I woke up fucking early. Sometimes I wouldn't even go to sleep. And go to school and uh i would first thing i would do and i wore a tank top every day yeah. basketball shorts and a tank top i was the only kid allowed to do it in school i think i was i think you just did it yeah and they just couldn't tell me no i just did it there's you know, always they that let kid, me they get, do what i want i guess it's like yeah i used tank. to go to school i would play i would gamble cards or dice in the morning Five dollars lunch money. I might leave to twenty bucks that day, or I might be fucking hungry that day. I might lose five bucks. I'd lose to you just so you're not walking around hungry. I think. No, no, man. I think we was Mike all we was all hungry, hungry kids. Yeah. We was all hungry kids trying to take from the next. Yeah. And then you know, worst case scenario, lunchtime come around, you steal somebody's French fries or something. Yeah. And uh, anyways, I'd gamble in the morning, and then I would go lift weights. And then I would go play basketball. Those were my first two classes. Weightlifting and then basketball. Damn. I was short, stocky dude. So by lunch, damn. And then it was lunch. Yeah. It was weights, basketball, lunch. <laughs> and then I would like. You sure it was school, bro? And then it was like. This is school. And then it was nap time, bro. Yeah. Oh, damn, bro. I that was school, bro. That might be juvenile detention, bro. No, I don't know bro, if that, that was school. Was I never went to juvenile. There hadn't been a class in that whole lineup. I know. I tell you, man. <laughs> man, well, dude, they I'm... knew what I was gonna do. They were like, "Put the... he's gonna play sport or something." <laughs> yeah. I knew I wanted to fight. I remember my first day in high school or something. We had an English assignment. I was like ninth grade or something, and then they were like, "What do you want to do?" And I stood up and almost got into a fight because I said I want to be a fighter. And somebody's like, you get your ass beat. I said, who, bitch? Who gonna beat my ass? You ain't gonna do it. And they didn't, bro. Straight like that. Now everybody know. APK, baby. That's a popcorn Florida. We out here. We did it. We out here. All my boys back at school. Praise God, baby. Well, look, man. Best of luck over there in London, bro. I know you don't need it, but... And you're just going for press right now when you're coming back? Yeah, but you know, I fight at presses and stuff. People try me. It can't be... They, you know, don't, I mean, I'm bored. What you bringing me out here for? I'm a fighter and you're bringing me out to talk. We'll talk. We'll see. Let's see if MVP says some good jokes, if he opens up first, or if he's just going to be respectful and like me. I'm going to have to open this shit up, you know. Bring it. I'm bringing the heat. We might fight at any given chance, so be ready. I'll be ready. Fuck you, yeah, dude. Beat he ain't going to swing boy. at me. I'll fucking... Swing first and last. That's the best way to win a fight. I'm gonna Hit them when they're not looking. Distract them. Low blow. Eye gouge. Bite. Hard fucking tickle. Fast tickle. Motherfucker. Tickle. Tickles are good. Surprise that bitch. And when they laugh, you fucking hit them, dog. Hit them in the fucking neck, bro. I'm going to knock a word out their mouth that it knows about to say. Uh, uh, baloney. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fucking surprising, bro. Mike Perry, man, I'm a huge fan, bro. Thank you so much for Thanks. coming and spending time with me, man. It's nice to see you and your family. And uh, keep fighting, bro. It's fun to watch. Or just keep doing whatever you want to do, bro. I like watching you, whatever you do. Thank you so much, Theo. Uh, it was a pleasure to meet you, brother. Yeah, thanks for letting Good me hit time. a UFC fighter too, bro. Yeah, no well, doubt. Sorry, thanks for letting me hit a fucking fighter, bro. Fighter, I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. It's cool the UFC is attached to me like that. People, oh, it always. Well, I mean, you could do you. You, I don't. It's interesting about you. It's like what, what else they gonna make that Mike can do? They well, keep making. I'm an entertainer things. ultimately at right. the end of the day, right? If it's you know some, there's a lot of people entertained by fighting, and I try to bring a good fight. Um, I think, you know, Mike Tyson did a comedy tour. I think you guys are ballsy for going out in front of a crowd and just talking. Well, it's a different kind of, it's like you take these hits, but it's like when, the, when, when you tell a joke or you say something and they don't, there's not a response. There's that moment of like, oh. fuck. right. It's a different kind of pain, bro. It's a different kind of fucking pain, you know? And then you want more of it. That's the interesting thing about. Yeah, I think I even strippers, uh, strippers, I think, are kind of like comedians. There is it's, any way somebody expresses themselves, I wish I could be a stripper. you know, Damn, Could you nah, imagine bro. doing them windmills on the pole with your you, balls swinging free? Your legs too short, bro. You can't have no short leg stripper out there, bro. That shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. And I'm all upper body, huh? Look, I run, man. I got good legs. You look you great, bro. I'm not, look, dude, I didn't say shit. Somebody else said that shit, bro. These motherfuckers around here, dog. This neighborhood is going downhill. <laughs> but I'm just saying, bro, you can't have a short-legged stripper out there, bro. Sure. Stick with what you're doing, man. You're doing great. Thank you for uh, entertaining the world, man. Thank you so much, bro. Now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground, I'll share this peace of mind I found. I can feel it in my bones, but it's gonna take a little time for me to set that parking brake and let myself unwind. Shine that light on me. I'll sit and tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Charmaine. Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream is 
I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.